Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, our program today is brought to you by a little company called Visual Theology, a little company that we are business partners with. You can find them at Visual Theology. <laughs> Visual Theology. This is why I don't do the promos. Visualtheology.church. Use the promo code Happy Rant at checkout for how much off Piper? Uh, I think it's 20%. It might be 25%. This Either is way, why I usually have notes in front of me for promos, but we'll go 20% and then people can have a pleasant surprise if I'm wrong. Absolutely. It's the season for pleasant surprises. And speaking of the season, Piper, um, per your comment two minutes ago off the air, apparently Christmas man Ronald has been throwing some heaters, some fastballs mm-hmm. on social media about Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And Piper, I want you to explain what the fastballs are, and then we'll give Ronald a chance to defend his positions, and we'll chime in a little bit. But then I want to get uh, just like top three Christmas movies from each of you guys. So, Piper, what have the fastballs looked like? Yeah, so there was one today that, uh, Ted, this this may, this may actually be slightly offensive to you. I know you really mm-hmm. love this movie. I don't know how you feel about it as a Christmas movie. He yeah. said something to the effect of, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, it is apocrypha or did you say apocryphal but uh, i think you said apocrypha meaning this is part of the non-canon it is not canon christmas movie so they're very very judgmental towards that well that's hurtful that's hard that's uh that's hard to hear i think it's aggressive speech maybe do you feel triggered right i think it's a it's it's abusive is what i think (laughs) and by that i mean i don't like it so i'm calling it abuse um Piper, what, it's, yeah, it, it's like it's verbal violence is really what, what it's it is. it's violence, meaning that I just don't agree with the take. So, um, Piper, I like that tweet is like a grad school flex. You know what I mean? We're, we're using that grad school education. We're working in the word apocryphal. <laughs> That's fun. That's a nice thing. Um, Fuh, not full. Yeah. To be clear. Oh, okay, OK. Yeah. Distinctions are a grad school flex, too. That's big. Um, so I, I want to do a minute on this because I watched Die Hard last night. Um, we watch it every year at Christmas. It delivers some Christmas vibes for us. It's a lot of fun. The boys like it. Uh, my boys are like 19 and 15 respectively. So they're in the, they're right in the like age window for loving Die Hard. Um, baby, I want to ask you just straight out, like, what's your, what's your issue with Die Hard? Um, what's, what's your problem with it? Let's start there. Baby, I don't have a problem with with really any movie um, you took to social media though baby to to kind of like publicly go at die hard i want to know well, like, what was happening I, I in your think, heart there i think it's because i have so many people that don't see on social media people going after me about mm. their insistence about die hard being mm. a christmas movie so that was that was like a subtweet to people that are tweeting and not tweeting at me yeah. but 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 contacting me and talking <laughs> to me and and being upset at me because I just fundamentally, you know, here's the thing: Die Hard is great. Sure. I, I've never seen it, um, but it's great. And uh, I would like I'm for glad you. In- I would like for you to view it because here's the thing: I actually think you would like it. Like I, I might like it. Yeah, I think it has some ingredients. Like knowing a little bit about your movie viewing because we viewed a good number of movies together over the years. I actually do think it has some ingredients. And look, I don't know if it'll work for you as a Christmas movie. I'm not here to speak to that. But like, 
to me, I think you would enjoy the movie. I think it might help you reconcile with a lot of these people with whom you're in conflict right now, because I think, I think this is like, uh, problematic for you. You know, it's, it's, well, no, no, I think it's just, it's a fundamental, you know, it's, it's like a fundamental take on, on genre, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I I don't have, why would I have a problem with any movie? I don't have a problem with Die Hard as a movie, Yeah, but I, I didn't like it, it, but, but, you know, this has been a recent thing in the last few years where it's the ha ha, Mm -hmm. because I don't know, it's set on Christmas Eve or whatever it is. And it's like, well, therefore it's a Christmas movie. And I would just say, well, but that doesn't really make it. I mean, there's a ton of movies out there that, you know, include the month of December into their narrative. And we don't call it a Christmas movie. So it doesn't, you know, a Christmas movie has to have some intangibles to make it, in my opinion. Of course, it's my opinion. Uh, A Christmas movie. I I would say that Die Hard, and you know what, T, maybe I would enjoy the movie. But I, I mean, again... We're not we're not going to we're not going to think of it as being akin to a Christmas Carol or It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, it's it's not going to it's not going to be a Christmas movie in the way that we think a Christmas movie is a Christmas movie. And the fact that people like to ha ha it in there just it kind of is further proof that it's yeah, it's illegitimate. I hear what you're saying. Um, It still hurts. Piper, um, where are you? Well, Ted, let me just baby. You did not think it was a Christmas movie. Five years ago. No, that wasn't even a topic of conversation. Yeah. I, this I, has been a recent inclusionary thing. I guess it it was a Christmas movie for me five years ago in that it's it's a December movie, right? It's just a movie that like gets watched in December because it does have some Christmas movie ingredients in that there there's Christmas music in it. There's Christmas trees. Like the Christmas aesthetic does factor into it, even though it's not like centrally about that. There's a guy wearing a shirt that says ho, ho, ho painted in, I think blood. So that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's a good, that's a good get Piper for sure. Um, So I think let's talk genre for a minute because I think in true postmodern fashion, like a, a Christmas movie could be anything that for you delivers Christmas vibes. I don't know that we have to go all reformed, like distinctives on, on this, but nothing is um, less reformed than the word vibes. So I think that that uh, ship has sailed. <laughs> That's so true. Um, yeah. I don't know. Piper, where are you at in the diehard thing? Does it deliver like Christmas feelings to you? Is it a Christmas movie? What do you have to Piper say? It doesn't have Christmas feelings. I was going to say, oh, I'm, I'm, wow. I feel, a, I feel ill equipped. That's a heater it's, right there. Well, yeah. I I struggle to resonate with with Ronnie's whole Christmas vibes uh, thing at all because Shocking. yes I know this is none none of this comes as news to anybody on this podcast or listening to this podcast um, because yeah so last last episode we talked about Ronnie's Hallmark Christmas movie think piece and his um what's the word I'm looking for adoration oh, okay. uh his his apologetic defense of hallmark movies just puts him in like a whole different sphere of these things than yeah. it does for me i like watching die hard at christmas because a i it qualifies as a christmas movie because the whole the whole plot falls apart if christmas doesn't happen it's built yeah. around a christmas party a guy flying in to meet his daughter for christmas it's all very christmasy in that way uh and it's a movie that i like that i get to watch at christmas time unlike most Christmas movies foisted upon me. So that's a good point. 
that's it. It's kind of a it's kind of a like a life preserver in a in a morass of saccharine films that make me feel like yeah. I'm drowning. No, that's good. That that's a good distinction. And I mean, it just has a guess. it has a lot of things Ronald likes. It has travel. It has a guy getting on an airplane, getting off an airplane in L.A. I mean, there's just there's there's too much huge gaudy Christmas decorations, huge gaudy Christmas decorations. Um, yeah, people snorting enormous amounts of cocaine and off and missing something. That's not you guys are really mischaracterizing my Christmassy vibe here, but uh, I'm going to let it pass. Go keep talking. A a very cocaine Christmas with Ronald Martin. No, nor nor was nor was my Hallmark think piece uh, any sort of uh, defense of Hallmark movies pipe. Just keeping it. TBC here. Here's what I think you need to do. And I, I think this is actually a savvy business move for you right now in the spirit of monetizing Christmas. I think it's time to watch Die Hard and turn it into like a bit on Twitter or like content or whatever. Like, hey, I'm doing Maybe it. I should. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I should finally do that. I knew that would resonate with you, baby. See, I that's think, the idea. I think what we need is a Muppets Die Hard. I'd watch that. Um, I feel like I need to get off this pot. What? <laughs> what was what was Ronald's Muppets take, Piper? Well, I, so here's the me. thing. I went looking for it while we were discussing this, and he actually deleted the tweet, which is either oh man. I, well, so the I'm I don't know if it was because there was a typo or because he didn't like the heat he was taking. Ronnie, do you know what was your thought process behind deleting this tweet? I don't remember deleting the tweet. To be quite honest, what, what what's the tweet? I don't really. I, delete I don't tweets, know. It just so. says the tweet was deleted by the tweet author, but it was it was one in which you took the Muppet Christmas Carol behind the woodshed and beat oh. it mercilessly. From what I remember. Oh, oh no, I remember. No, 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 no. It's yeah. It's the um. It's like when we're talking about some of the some of the really great classy Christmas carols that have been made, uh-huh. and people try to act like the Muppet one. You know, again, this 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 this, this puppet movie they made. Yeah. And everybody talks about it like, no, that's the greatest one. It, it's it's a little absurd to me, mm-hmm. is all. Mm-hmm. It's silly, right? Yeah. What I, is I mean, the at, the, at the end of the day, it's it's silly. And the, well, I'm I mean, in my opinion, in, in popular I opinion, well. popular opinion is the one that was made with George C. Scott, an Academy Award winning actor who delivers the goods on Ebenezer Scrooge. You know what I mean? Sure. He just he's a great actor, and it's it's epic. It's dark. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's over the top. Um, is made in the 80s, so you get a little of that vibe. But yeah. nevertheless, yeah. you know, it's acted well. Sure. And then for people to say, oh, no, the Muppets won. It's like, I mean, dude, you know what I mean? It's like somebody saying, no, I disagree, man, McDonald's. You know what I mean? Right, it's like, right. well, no, I get it. I mean, I, I like McDonald's too, but I'm not going to also compare it with a meal that I just paid, you know, hundreds of dollars for. Sure. They, they, they don't compare, you know. So I want to do, do a project where I just want to mention a couple of movies and Ron, I love that you just said project. That was epic. Yeah, it's a it's a pro. This is a side project, right? I'm doing it with Lifeway Resources, <laughs> but uh, I want to I want to run a couple of Christmas movies by both of you guys. I, what I would love to do today is find consensus among all three of us on a Christmas movie that we all three like. Uh, oh, that's sweet. That's real. That's sweet. Baby. It's it's bridge building. Okay, we need to let the yeah. healing begin uh, from all these fastballs you've been throwing. So. Oh, they're feather, man. They're they're hard, man. They're, I'm striking out a lot of people with those. You're throwing 98 miles an hour. You're going to get signed by the right. Toledo oh, Mudhens. I, no, I am. I am. I'm going to I'm going to have a Mudhens deal ribs. by the end of this like, app. This is Ronnie's chin music. That's what this is. Yeah, he's throwing chin music, kind of staring down the batter as he as he goes to first. I'm going to be a first stringer with the Mudhens before this app oh, is over. Baby. I love it. You're the ace. You're the ace in the rotation. Um, 
All right. I've got one. I like this movie. I'm not sure it's defensible as a good movie, but it's fun. I like the setting. I like the people in it. It's the holiday. Jack Black, Mm. Kate Winslet, like they trade Airbnbs. It's a fun time. Where are you at on the holiday, Ronald? Um, I, I like it. Don't love it. Okay. Yeah. That checks out. I think I like it. Don't love it too, but I, I'm going to watch it this year just because I'm, I'm in the mood for it. Piper, where are you at on the holiday? It's a little depresso to me. It's a little too depresso oh, for depresso me. depresso in what way? Thing of it. But what do you find depressing? Um, well, I'm not a Cameron Diaz fan on any oh, level, no, so terrible. I struggle with, yeah, you put I struggle with her. Yeah. Put almost anybody just, else in the movie. Um, it's better. It's the scenario of them picking up and traveling across the country on Christmas and having these sort of these last minute affairs. And it just, that's like thinking of, you know, thinking of my life being that it is just, it just puts me in a state of, cause they have no like family it. and they have, they, it's they just have, kind of, see, the whole thing's just kind of gross. That, you know? that movie doesn't even qualify as a Christmas movie in my mind because it, it could work literally any time they left cause they were stressed, you know? Yeah. And it, so yeah, I don't, A, I don't think it's a Christmas movie in, in a very defensible way. And I, yeah, I don't like it at all. Cameron Diaz ruins everything she's in. So. Okay. So that's, I'm out, that's I'm out she retired, that but that's a hard no. Um, I got another. I would defend it as a Christmas movie though. So I have to say that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll um, give you, I'll give you Christmas movie. Cause it, you know, it does play into the plot, but yeah, I didn't hard no on that one. Okay. Second one. This is one we watch every year. Me and KK, we enjoy it. Mm. Love Actually. Ensemble cast, Christmas, London, uh, Hugh Grant, a bunch of other people. Um, the costume drama guy, uh, Colin Firth, has a nice little 20-minute run in this movie. Um, I really enjoy the the movie Love Actually. Where, where are you at on it, Ronald? Um, you know, it's so funny. I, baby, I think I watched it a few years ago because you were raving about it. Yeah. And I think I was like, oh man, I never really saw it. Mm-hmm. And it was, it came out, it came out in that era where I feel like every movie was called Love Actually or those weird titles sure, sure. where they didn't make any sense. There's a comma. Yeah. 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 And I, again, it was, it had a, I, I can see why you liked it. Yeah. It did. It didn't resonate with me, and it, it was a little too depresso in the way that the holiday was. Where you saw these lives that were just like, oh man, I would hate. To, I would hate for that to be my life. Well, I, and it just kind of it left me like that. I think we're getting to a distinction here that's important. In that, I think I'm looking for a little crackle of like reality in my Christmas movies that maybe you are not looking for. Um, you're looking to be swept away on a on a wave of escapism and i think i'm looking for a little something i can i can grab onto reality wise piper where are you at on love actually that may be true too yeah um i i thought it was i thought it was very good at what it was trying to be it's not my mm-hmm. favorite kind of movie but i i enjoyed sure. it it's one that if you know if uh if lauren said hey let's watch this i'd say okay to that one yeah it's one it's easy to say yes to yeah, absolutely. It's movies that are like it's hard to this is what I don't like is when it's hard to find when it's hard to find a hero in the movie because they're all mildly horrible people. Like I really huh. struggle with that. Yeah, see, you know? I I get what you're saying totally, but I think the Colin Firth character was above reproach in Love Actually. And, and maybe that's true. I just don't remember. I think maybe Hugh Grant was okay. Yeah. Hugh Grant was fine. Um, he's just Hugh Grant. He's just Hugh Grant. So his biggest issue. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say every time he smiles, you're like, ooh, maybe he's not okay. It's hard to tell. 
Yeah, I mean, there are only a couple like actual dirtbags in it. And and what's interesting about it is that the only real Depresso storyline to me was Laura Linney's storyline. And she's always in depressing things. Like she <laughs> she never does a not depressing thing. Yeah. And it's funny that in this like soaring uh, ensemble Christmas movie, hers is the only downbeat storyline. Okay, um, next one. Chevy Chase, the 80s. Suburban Chicago, lots of snow. It's a great snow movie. Christmas Vacation. Uh, it's a comedy. I like it. My boys like it. We have a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's 90 minutes, a lot of ha ha. So quotable. So, so quotable. quotable. Kind of, uh, to me, relatable. This is where I relate to it. And, and you're not going to relate to this, baby. But like on the level of of sort of being a dad and trying to deliver a moment and not having it work. I really think that's the that's kind of the energy of that movie, and it's funny to me. Where where are you at on Christmas Vacation, um, Piper? Let's start with you on this one. I uh, I would put that in my top in my top three to five Christmas movies. I I don't know if I have a top five, so probably top three. Uh, right. I really enjoy it. It's rewatchable. It's the kind of like once you've seen it once, you can jump in at any point and just pick it up from there. If like if you walk in on it, yeah. Um, and yeah, so many memorable scenes and stuff. And uh, I, yeah, I I gravitate much more towards comedy rather than heartfelt for Christmas movies anyway. So yeah, yeah, right, right up my alley. Yeah, Ronald, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I mean, honestly, similar to Pipe with one qualification, it's a classic. Yeah, um, it's um, I mean, it's super funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will never, never watch it because I'm not drawn to comedies. I, I just like, I like meaningful, heartfelt, mm. emotional, yeah. make me cry, make me ponder. Can we do a minute? But I mean, that? it's a, cl- it's a classic. I just, I'm not just, just not drawn to, I'm not drawn to, uh, I'm just kind of not drawn to gross out comedy ish kind of stuff like that. It just, it, it, you know, I've, I've seen it probably, you know, 19 times mm-hmm. and that was a long time ago. And I just, there's never any desire to see it. Can, can I ask, uh, can we do a minute on like. I'm just curious why, why, why you're resistant to comedies? Like, I just find that interesting because I don't know a lot of people like that. Um, why, why is the comedy a, a non-starter for you? Um, I, gosh, I, I don't know. It always, I just, it always feels like a waste of time to me. Mm-hmm. And um, again, it's not. I mean, I've seen a million comedies, um, and I think you know, I think Christmas Vacation is classic. I think yeah. it's funny. I think it's a great Christmas movie. I think it should be in the top 10. So there's my, yeah. so honestly, I believe that. Sure. Um, sure. So you're not going to get any argument with me about it's like validity. Yeah. But like there's, it's like, ev- I mean, I haven't watched it in 20 years. Like yeah. I have no desire to watch it. I don't know. There's just something about a comedy where I just, I just shrug and I go, I, I man, I, if I'm going to spend the time, because I also am married to a wife who does not enjoy the cinema or movies in general. Sure. So it's, we have to be very choosy. Yeah. And so that's just not them. And that one is not going to win. Okay. It's not going to win. Interesting. Um, Okay. I got one more and then you guys can suggest some uh, if you want. My last one to me, this is a, this is also a comedy, but it hits at a, a kind of heartfelt level. It's aged really well. Um, It's a great Minnesota movie, a great snow movie. Uh, Grumpy old men. (laughs) <laughs> where are we at on it we watched baby it. i've never seen it oh it's oh, so funny dude. it's so funny no. you actually i think you would resonate with it 
because you're getting a little older. And uh, it's, Appreciate it's, that. It's a funny movie about aging. It's a great you, – you, know you know what you ought to do? You should watch it as sort of a a 90-minute kind of primer on the Midwest and how Midwesterners do things. Uh, mm. I think it would actually be helpful for you on that level. Um, so, yeah, Grumpy Old Men, it's, it's a – it's a good and time. It, you want movies that are that are heartfelt. It's uh, it's not nearly as sort of like Slapstick. detached humor as a lot of those comedies are. It's it's a lot more sort of humane and heartfelt in its overall storyline and stuff, but also <laughs> really funny. T, I love how you just casually said, "I think that would be really helpful for you." <laughs> I think it would actually. Yeah, well, and it would. Be, I think that'd be really helpful for you, Big R. Since you're a wow. guy who like doesn't like to waste time, apparently, um, it, it, it you could view it as like a educational moment. You know what I mean? It's it's like a it's like a it's like a mini documentary on mid old old Midwesterners. Yeah, and you guys are not selling it. You're, <laughs> you're not selling it. It's fun though, like. I, Piper, you sell it to Ronald. Like, what are what are the aspects of it that you think he could benefit from? Well, first of all, it it's a comedy, but it's from an era of comedy that a cared about you know an actual plot line, not just like joke, 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 joke. Sure. Um, the it's got a great cast. Um, Jack Lemmon and uh, Walter Matthau Walter are Matthau. The, the two leads, and so much of the humor is just like them being just sort of their personas as opposed to their jokes and setups. So it's it it, kind of like the odd couple. I'm thinking odd couple at this point. Yeah. I mean, they're friends, but they're like at they're odds with rivals. one another. Yeah. Absolute they're friends rivals. with the rivals. They live next door to each other. Okay. Um, yeah. And there's a little bit of, not to get all McCracken on it, but I, I, I think this, there's a little bit of an existential vibe to it on the level of like, kind of what's the point of my life? Like, why does my life yeah. matter? What am I doing? Especially as I age, what's the point? And the movie kind of seeks to answer some of those questions in a relational way, um, mm. which I, I do find that charming. And it, it has more meaning to it than a, than a typical like slapstick. Oh, comedy. one thing, one thing you'll love about it, uh, Ronnie, is the depiction of adult male friendship in terms of it's like, it's it's flaws, it's failures, how guys suck at it, but then how they kind of they, you can tell they really want to figure it out, but they're really bad at it. It's yeah, uh, yeah. it's that with a lot of humor to kind of uh, smooth over the awkward. So, mm-hmm. yeah, lots of lots of adult parenting stuff in there, too, which, as you know, as my kids get older and I get older, I I look for, I look at it and I'm like, yeah, I can I can totally see that. So, yeah, it's what a was good this? One. Was this like a 90s vehicle? Yeah, it was early to mid 90s, yeah. I want to say. Piper. I would, yeah, I would have said real early 90s, late 80s even. Yeah, it's so. got a very 80s sensibility about it on the level of like we're we're trying to tackle something with moral weight, which you wouldn't see okay. anymore. It's not like a it's not like a super cynical 2021 comedy where it's all like sneers and eye rolls and stuff like they're trying to actually do something, which I, I tip the cap for that. And they're making it, yeah, they're making the pill go down in a, in a enjoyable kind of format. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I miss that kind of movie making. I really do. Like, I, I don't think we see that. Well, anymore. gosh, 
Yeah, I mean, I think we miss a ton of movie making yeah. right now. I mean, it's like, I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole other pod for us. Yeah, it's it, like, it is. Yeah, basically, the, we have Art of, House and Marvel, and that's what we've got for movie making right, right. now. Right. I mean, for for the most part, I mean, that's actually true. Yeah. And it's like, man, I mean, there there's such a wide gap of things that we used to be able, like, every once in a while, like, you'll watch a movie and you'll be like, dude, they haven't made, like, since this movie, they haven't made a movie like this. Yeah. You know? 100%. 100%. Uh, all right, boys. Let's um, let, let's get a couple of suggestions that we that I haven't hit. That's all I had on my list for for Christmas movies that I wanted to bounce off you guys. What what do you guys have? I have a I have one that I would love to take the temperature of the room on because it's a polarizing one. Yeah, that I'm I'm just gonna put my cards on the table. It's one of my favorites. It would also be in my top two or three, and it is a Christmas story. Mm. Run me so, through that pe- one. So, oh, that's the 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 little kid in the red the little, rider. BB little kid gun. wants a red rider BB gun. Oh, that's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. I but like that. People, so many people hate that movie. I mean, people yeah. either are have an adoration for it or they hate it. I think because it doesn't fit, it doesn't really check any of the boxes for, uh, for like heartfelt Christmas movies for the most part. I mean, there's the yeah. leg lamp. There's the crazy parents. It's also low production value. And it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of quirky, but uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of people hate it. No, I like it for all those reasons, actually. I'm, I'm in on that one. Um, Ronald, where are you at on it? It's on TV a lot during Christmas. I know that. Like it. Yeah, they do like a marathon with, oh, top 10, man. It's classic. Yeah. Nice. 100%. 100%. That's good. That's one we agree on. Oh, I like this. Absolutely. Well done, Piper. That that was a good suggestion. Um, Any others? I mean, the thing, yeah, I mean, that is, I I mean, that's the kind of movie that'll never get made again. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're. When I watch that movie, I'm literally just watching like a documentary on my dad. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what that is. And it's kind of the same energy as Christmas Vacation in that he's he's trying to keep everything looking to get everything together family wise. He's he's trying to deliver a moment. He's coming up short. You know, it's a it's a a sympathetic dad there for sure. I mean, it's a classic. There's, there's yeah. just, it's unarguable. Well, and yeah. I, I like movies that are told through from the perspective of the kid where certain things are sort of outsized because that's how the kid viewed them. So like dad is mm-hmm. like kind of the hero, but also the roaring monster and the bully and the dogs and all this stuff. It has a bit yeah. of a Sandlot vibe to me. Where I was just going to say that pipe. It's a Christmas Sandlot. Yeah. Which it is. No, Sandlot it's is one of my top well five said. favorite movies ever. So it, it makes sense that that one would, uh, would, would float my yeah. boat. Yeah. There we go. We got it. Boy. We got it. We, we, we can't, it came together in the end. Yeah, that's, that's big. That's good work. You guys, um, Ron, any other Christmas movies that you want to talk about that we haven't covered as a group? I mean, I, you know, they're just going to be polarizing. I say we just end on the, uh, the, the positive end of the win. with a Christmas story. Yeah, Absolutely. End on the win. I like it. Do we want to do the new year's thing or just wrap this one and do a Patreon? I, I think we should, I think we should get a, uh, I think we should get one suggestion from each of us on the New Year's thing. Okay. So not not a super long conversation, but I think we should full disclosure. I didn't understand the New Year's thing. Like what's the what's the angle there? Like something we want to see happen in 2022, basically. No, so it was like if we were so pretend it's pretend it's December 2022 right now. Here okay. we are. We're sitting, we're doing our pod yeah. before the end of the year. So like what what would we so but it's not though. It's 21 right now. It is. So what do what do we hope this time next year to be sitting here saying happened that we are so glad that, that it happened. Yeah, that's good. Um, Piper, do you have anything like dialed up? I, yeah, I have one just waiting in my back pocket. Uh, in December of 2022, I would like to be celebrating with you gentlemen, 
the sheer number of <laughs> best book of the year lists that the Happy oh. Rant book ends up on. That's Amen. what I want. You know, be it's going to be all over. You know, it's going to be all over. Yeah, let's, uh, let's I want. Get... I want it to end up on the the Gospel Coalition books of the year. I don't know. It'd be like gospel and culture category for them. I wanted to be on Christianity Today's like they're going to create a category for it cuz it doesn't fit any of theirs. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. They have to I mean, that's the thing. It can't be beat out. Yeah. It's it exists yeah. it has no rivals. alone in its own category. Absolutely. So, okay, I li- I like this one and mine was going to be similar. It was just going to be us like sitting on a huge pile of money from our <laughs> our our sellout business relationship that we're about to do with a new company, but also the book coming out. So, like functionally Piper, and you've been in the business like on the other side. How how do how do you make this happen? Like whose palms do you have to grease to like get on one of those those book lists cuz I'm I think we do it. Well, I it's a very good question. And I think the answer is don't be funny. Um, so we might be out of the running already. Um, yeah. It's, I would say that's pretty accurate pipe. No, I, mean, I was given when you look at, yeah, I was actually thinking about this earlier. Cause you know, these lists are starting to roll in pre Christmas. They come out earlier every year, just like the Christmas season and everything else. Um, and, and I, you know, you start to look at the lists and I realize there's two ways to get on one of these lists. One is to sell so many copies that you are, you know, unignorable. Yeah. The other is to be smack dab in the middle of a very defined tribe. So, you know, uh, you get like Carl Truman's book. That was a sales thing. Just, Mm -hmm. he's not really in a tribe, but he's adjacent to enough and just sold enough that it it was unignorable last year. Then you have gentle and lowly, which did both squarely in the middle of a tribe and sold a ton and yeah. I mean, I think those are both good books, but yeah, uh, yeah. So the question is, well, we're not an, we're we're not going to fit the tribal thing. I don't think there's a tribe that is willing to claim us. Well, um, I mean, like the the illegitimacy of it is basically this is what this is what would ha- this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We are going to declare our book one of the best books of the year because all these all these different entities do is pick the people that are associated with them. Mm. And they just so happen to seem to pick those books (laughs) that are associated with them. So it's, it's akin to us saying, Hey, here's our, here's our favorite books of the year. The happy rant book. I think you, you make a good point there in that what we really need is an entity. We either need to make one or we need to like sell ourselves to one. Um, So if you're a huge entity out there and you want to purchase the the rights to the happy ramp being in your tribe, we're and our uh, souls purchase the right to our souls. Yeah, we're we're open to that. You know, we're open to negotiations on that. Um, Ronald, what's your New Year's thing? Oh man, Um, you know what? I'm just gonna roll with pipe on that one. I think we, you know, we agreed on the movie. Let's agree on that. On on the outcome. Let's agree on that. Yeah. No, I love it. That's uh, that's solid. So we're. We're unified as a group moving into 2022 and that we are we are very ready to sell out and make some year end book lists and be purchased by a tribe and and see where it all goes. So entities, that's the word for us for 20 entities, baby. It's the year of entities. It's the year of entities. It's the year of you watching Die Hard, too. Um, are you going to watch it with Big M like tonight or tomorrow? I want to I want a commitment here. Oh man, I don't. I don't know. I got to talk to. Remember, I I I got Big M. You know, yeah, that's yeah. The, there's there's stuff there's stuff going on there. There's there's uh, there's stuff behind the stuff going on there. Yeah, she um, could she could curl up next to you and read some book and and kind of halfway float in and out of it. I don't know. I could. Sure. I see a way forward. Sure. Um, sure. 
yeah, if we just problem solve the thing and, and we stop yelling and screaming for a minute, you know what I mean? Let's all put down I, our guns great. and just That'd problem be great. solve. Uh, it would be great. Boys, also great. Redbud Coffee. Uh, they're another sponsor. They're a company that we work with. They are central Illinois hipsters that make coffee and uh, like a portion of it goes to do some nice things if you buy Redbud Coffee. So, Piper, where can they find that? Yeah, if you go to redbudcoffee.com, they have kind of a rotating uh, selection of single origin roasts. For those of you who don't know what that means, it means good. For those of you who do know what it means, they're that quality. Uh, and if you use the code HAPPYRANT at checkout, you get 10% off your purchase. They also sell in quantities, so you could buy for your office or your church or anything like that as well. So again, redbudcoffee.com, use the code HAPPYRANT, get that 10% discount. I love it. Boys, we've done what we always do on this program which is we've talked about Christmas movies and agreed on a lot of things. Uh, It feels good uh, to go into the holidays on this note. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com.